Ain't no say all the man them in the place, them fresh. Ain't no say all the girl in the place, them set. I'm gonna look who J face, who J face for up, yeah. Any man we get the Lego running this, yeah, yeah. I'm give you to you physically, typically, lyrically, cynically, make you know they do, yeah, yeah. Come make I show you something, we go bust your head. Come make I show you waiting, we they do fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, giddy god, yeah. If you got to Welcome to the Uncut 90. I'm your host, Delapo, with a few special guests and analysts. Um, George is here. Your head-to-head champion. Yeah, I was not going to say that, but <laughs> yes, he, yeah. Um, Haruki is here. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? King Mobina hey, is here. King Mo Kobina, and it's a pleasure to be back. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be back. Oh, wow. Welcome back, back like you never left. And, exactly right. And Wass is here. Wass is in the building last but not the least. Let's have a feast. Yeah. Are we talking last about last in the league or? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, Wass does not have a good season. Um, if you're listening to this episode, I'm sure you know that the season is over. The EPL season as we know it and pretty much all the leagues we care about. Um, the only thing left to play for are the the finals of the big European competitions. Um, but before we even get to all that, I want us to wrap up, you know, wrap up the EPL season, talk about all the craziness that happened. Was it a good season? Was it a bad season? I know Wes thinks this was a terrible season. So I'm going to let him start off and explain what was so bad about this season for him. Uh, yeah, um... I wasn't totally impressed with, you know, some of the football that was being played by some of the so-called big teams, you know. They uh-huh. they, um, they def- definitely, besides City, and honestly, Manchester City only played well for maybe half of the season. The first half of the season wasn't, wasn't great. You know, Chelsea, up and down, Manchester United, rubbish, you know. Uh, who else? Liverpool couldn't score for like 10, 10 games, you know. So I don't know. It just wasn't. It just wasn't fun as far as like the big teams go. I mean, some of the smaller teams balled out, but yeah, like I'm not here to watch those guys. So <laughs> you're not here to watch West Ham and the I'm not here to watch West Ham and uh, Brighton <laughs> and all those guys. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I didn't like it. I just there was no there was no consistency f- for me from some of the people that I expected from. Tottenham was supposed to do great, they, they fell apart, you know. So yeah, yeah. Well, it was a very interesting season because, like you're kind of alluding to, I think a lot of the teams are pretty much around the same level. Um, if you look at like from third, pretty much to like eight. They're all, you know, they're all within, what, eight points of each other. So it was just, it was a toss-up, which some people would say that's exciting, right? Like, David, is that something that you would consider, like, oh, it's exciting, it was competitive, or is it more of the football just wasn't good and nobody was Um, To be honest with you guys, and to keep it real, I had a lot of issues with this season, and it had mainly to do with VAR. Um, if we could hmm. have a VR table that showed, there was a lot of calls like that. It just seemed like really, and for someone like me who you have to wake up central time to watch these games, it's like 6 a.m., 7 a.m., get into some heated games and 
you know, the ball initially the handball rule. I don't know if you guys remember in the beyond the season where if you know if the ball just came anywhere close to your hand, there was a foul, then they had to revise the laws. It seemed like the the season was a like a, a learning experience for the <laughs> for, for officiating with technology. Like it, it, there was a lot of things that rubbed me the wrong way. But like to to get down to it, I think it was an interesting season to say the least. I remember on the podcast when I came um earlier in the season, we talked about it's an all-out war because a lot of teams seemed like they were armed up. Manchester City were struggling for a minute. I remember we we were saying, hey, they need to sign a striker. They need to, you know, a lot of different things. Uh And I liked that at least, despite all my personal frustrations with officiating and whatnot, we were able to be able to get a grandstand finish for at least fourth place, fourth, third place, you know. So I wouldn't just say that it was completely terrible but there were some dark spots by the end the excitement was still there you know so yeah 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 no definitely it definitely ended with a little bit of excitement even though um it was kind of like the teams that had to qualify the lost you know they didn't really they didn't finish on a strong note like it wasn't like Chelsea won the game and like yes we got top four it was like oh they we're checking the score of the other game. It was, you know, I guess Liverpool. Liverpool did what they had to do. Um, Rookie, your impressions of the season as a whole? Um, I mean, I kind of agree with what the guys are saying. Um, I think in terms of quality, there is definitely a drop, but that's understandable considering the situation. Um, we kind of went from one season to another, so it honestly kind of felt like, a super long season because we've basically been watching Mm -hmm. since um, June nonstop. But um, with what you're saying in terms of the teams who needed to qualify not doing what they did, that that was definitely kind of disappointing to see to end the season. But overall, I think it was entertaining. I definitely think it was an entertaining season, even with the lack of quality, because Mm – it allowed some of those lesser teams to kind of, you know, go out there and put up a fight and, um, you know, kind of give some of these bigger teams a run for their own money. So in terms of the entertainment factor, I definitely think that that was good because it was a lot harder to kind of predict what games are going to turn out to be like. Um, we had those crazy games like the 7-2 Villa Liverpool um, you know, the lead shocker against City, I think that was like a month, month and a half ago. So, yeah, on an entertainment factor, I definitely enjoyed it. But I definitely agree in terms of the quality. But that's not shocking. Mm-hmm. So I want us to, Jordan, I'm going to start with you. I want us to kind of round out our team of the season. I know we've been talking about this in the past couple episodes. Um, we talked about our defenders of the season. Real quick, let me see if I can recap. Make sure there's no major disagreements. Um, goalkeeper was Martinez or Mendy? Actually, how do you guys feel? Who Who's the goalkeeper? We had a couple more games. Do we want to make a decision? Um, can we I think decide? it'll be him. Wait, Popo, I actually want to give my input on, like... Um, the season as a whole? Yeah, the season as a whole. Because <laughs> I don't know why they didn't come to me for that. Top <laughs> five. <laughs> It's not personal. Go ahead. Tell nah, us. so I don't know what David and Waz and Ricky, I don't know what they're talking about, but that's been the EPO, like, you know, for the for the longest time. 
right? There's always this when the season starts, it's always just a like a title race, but we all know it ends somewhere in January, February, and then it always ends up being like a race, you know, for the top four. That's always been the case. So in terms of like entertainment, I don't know. It's it's always been like that, you know. Like teams are always very inconsistent. You only need half a season to win the EPO, and then you see the team that usually wins the EPO is usually consistent for like you know, mostly half half a season, and then yeah, when when it comes down to it, towards the end, it's always like you know a race for top four European sports like Europa League and stuff like that. That's what always happens. So yeah, that's my take on it. It's it's just a normal league to me. It was just normal. It's just that there was there were more like you know, um, I mean for West Ham, you can be like West Ham had a Sheffield season, right? You know, like Leicester has always been Leicester. They bought it at the end. It's always like that. So I, I just, it's just, it's just normal to me, honestly. Okay, so pretty regular EPL season in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you are right though. They usually <clears throat> in recent times EPL seasons are usually not really that close. Um, so you are right in that most of the excitement comes from you know definitely on who's going to win the league. It's more. Top four and all these other things, as opposed to football. Wins. How are you gonna have an end of season podcast and you don't have a coach that was number three in the league? <laughs> That's crazy. So, so this this coach that was number three in the league. This this episode is not the top five or top three of the season. This is just a season wrap up. Mm. Season wrap up. Yeah, you need to be in there because guess what? I was third. Top five, Popo, top five. Yeah, when, when we get to the FPL part of the, the episode, we'll, we'll call you and make sure you know. You chime in and tell us how you did it. I'm a top five coach every season since fantasy started. Just just for the record. Wow. For wow. the record, there's also no records. <laughs> <laughs> People just call out whatever they want. It's <laughs> fine. Popo, you're a third year. I was not 30. I was top 30. Don't listen. Oh, man. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you laughing? I don't even know what my team looks like. Like, yeah, I haven't that's, touched that's my the team. Excuse, right? That's the excuse, right? You don't know what your team looks like. I don't know. No I, problem. We'll get I don't it. Like I feel like we need to save this for, you know, yeah, like, I, I want the spotlight to be we'll with me. Get, you know? We'll get to the end. We'll get to the FPL mm-hmm. part of this because I know right, you cool. are over here laughing like you won the league. So. <laughs> Yo, the way, the way people said it. <laughs> oh my God. I uh, said I was top 30. <laughs> All right, so like my original question before we come to practice, I was trying to bring, okay, so our defense of the season, we'll come back to it. Goalkeeper is Martinez or Mendy, Ruben Diaz, um, West Fofana, our two center backs, our right back. Um, damn, we didn't make a final decision, but it looks like it was Cancelo or Cash or, yeah, we did not have a good right back. I, 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 I have to chime in here, like, yeah, um, Aaron Wan Bissaka, like the guy had a free, pretty good season. I don't, I don't know why. Like all the stats, he's consistently like doing well. He's, yeah, yeah. I, I would put him in. Fofana made the team. Um, yes, Fofana made. So this is what happened. 
I brought up Aroma Bissaka. They laughed at me. Um, Fofana made the team because he was the only, like, we struggled with the second center back. Obviously, Ruben Diaz had to be there. I brought up names like Harry Maguire. They laughed at me, and I was like, he had a good season. <laughs> Whoa. So, no, no. Popo, I, I think... I think you are the Fofana. I don't think I agree to Fofana. <laughs> I think you just... Exist. You, I'm pretty sure it was you and Kerry that actually were like, Fofana has to be in the team. No, I went for Stones. I went for John Stones. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. George went so, for Stones. Rookie. It was Rookie and Kerry. I know I, Kerry for sure. I yeah. went for Fofana, yes. Hmm. See? And That's Fofana how over Stones, for sure. Hmm. I'm not mad at Fofana over Stones. I mean, we... We have to come back. So, okay, we'll come back and settle the defense. I didn't actually want to get stuck there. I want us to talk about our attack of the season. Our attack is we're going to have a left winger, a left-sided player, a right-sided player, and we'll have a striker or two. We have to decide if we want two strikers, if they're worth it. So, David, I'm going to start with you since I believe you weren't here for any of the other episodes when we were picking teams um, or picking players. Mm, okay. What players would you nominate? For your team of the season, a left-sided player, one striker, and a right-sided oh, player. Oh, okay. So this one is pretty. This one is pretty straightforward for me. Um, the right-sided uh, player will be Mohamed Salah. I mean, that guy is mm-hmm. consistently doing things. Surprisingly, he doesn't feature in a lot of team of the seasons that I see picked by people. I don't know. He can't score 30 goals every season. Like, the 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 main striker would be Harry Kane. Um, I spent extensive amount of time this season watching the guy. He won the golden boot and the, the golden uh, most assists. That was fantastic. So Harry Kane. And the left-sided player, Son Heung-min was, 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 was doing pretty well. Uh, the left-sided player, Son Heung-min was doing pretty well. I want to put him in there so badly. I've seen Phil Foden in a couple of teams. I'm not going to go that route. Ooh, that left-sided attacker. Oh, man. Hmm. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, wow. I'm drawing a blank right now. So I guess my placeholder will be Son Heung-min because he was also very phenomenal, at least for most part of the season. He had a lot, a very big season for Spurs. So Son Heung-min, Harry Kane, and Mohamed Salah. Okay. Yeah, no, no, not bad at all. And I think you're absolutely right on... Son started off the season on fire. That was when people thought, you know, Tottenham was going to win the league. Um, I think his season kind of went the way their season went, where he kind of fizzled out. Um, I don't know if it was perceived or actual, but, of course, the goals and assists dried up, and they were kind of quiet for a while. So, yeah, yeah. Definitely Kane and Salah, I think, are almost nailed on. Uh, Kerry, who do you have? Do you have different players? Um... That's a very good forward line. I would, I would put Maris mm. on the mm. right side. You, you, you know me. That Maris is my guy. I can't, you know, I can't like. He had a great season. Shy away from him, like Maris on the right. Salah is amazing, and he scores more goals than Maris. I just like this. Is just a preference thing for me. I would uh, Maris is my guy. So, yeah. Maris Kane son, I don't mind that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think it was, it's going to be hard to convince anyone that Maris should be there over Salah, at least in my opinion. But Maris definitely had a very good season. Um, Rookie, do you have different names for us? Um, I definitely agree with um, Son. Well, not Son, sorry. 
with uh, Salah and Kane. Um, I just feel like with with Son, yeah, he wasn't consistent enough for me. So I would actually put uh, Jack Grealish. Mm-hmm. Because his numbers, despite being injured for so long, his numbers are crazy. So, yeah, I would yeah. put Grealish. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Listen, Grealish was incredible this season. And their record with him in the team versus with him out, I mean, they might have made it to Champions League with Jack Grealish playing 38 games. Like, they really might like, have. <laughs> Wait, I don't no, understand. I'm really left there. Why, why are you left there? Because, because, no, if you look at the number of chances created, I think he only had seven less than Bruno, but the guy was out for like almost half the season. Yeah. And they, like, and, and they still um, finished, what was it, 10th or 11th? I think they finished 11th. And to be honest, I, I still realize the team I was most impressed with this season. I thought they were excellent. I What what position is Jack? Yeah, is that, Jack that, that is the problem there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so Jack Village kind of plays like... He plays... Usually he plays on the left or like as a central attacking... Or, exactly. Those are like the two positions he plays between. So either so one I would, would, I would, would put fine. him on the left instead of as a cam. Because I just... I, okay. I can't think of anyone that I would... That's more deserving. Yeah, <laughs> I can't think of a left winger that was like, oh wow. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it's a good, it's a good idea, especially to put him in the team because I honestly think he probably deserves to be in the team. Yeah. So. Okay. Sure. Jack deserves to be be in the team. I will laugh at Aston Villa qualifying for Champions League. He can be fit all he wants. Aston Villa <laughs> were never going to qualify for Champions League. <laughs> yeah, that's a really happy. bold statement to say. I mean. I think that they were in the running. Like they were it's not, not in the running for Europe, maybe for the uh, uh, West Ham ended up. They could have been there, but not top four. Please, I bet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're not gonna argue this, George. What's your attack of the season? I think you guys just covered that. So, um, Salah, Kane, and between Son and Grealish, I'm not quite sure. But I'll just go with um Grealish because I was really impressed with that guy this season. I always thought he was overhyped, but like I actually watched him closely and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I was I was very I wanna, impressed. impressed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, even even yesterday he he really balled. Yeah, like that guy. I, I want to highlight something. Though. Um, so, uh, Grealish had ten assists and Son Heung-min also had ten assists and Son Heung-min scored seventeen goals this season. That's like between those, he had a this thing really phenomenal season. But Big Jack. It's Big Jack, so we we can just move it from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, definitely Son had crazy numbers. And like I said, I feel like it's just how the season ended. It kind of makes you forget that mm-hmm. he did all that this mm-hmm. season. Um, I want to ask for a manager of the season, which I think there's a lot of names to be considered. Uh, I, I don't know if... You guys have one name that is the perfect name. But, Rookie, I'm going to start with you. Who would be your manager of the season? Who's impressed you the most? Who's done the most with the least or whatever you want to use to, you know, to justify your decision? Um, I have two. And the first one would be, <laughs> ironically, uh, David Moyes. I think that 
you know, seeing where Not West Ham were. About that at all. Great manager. Yeah, I think seeing where West Ham were a year ago and um, seeing what they were able to accomplish this season and also how um, how he kind of transformed Jesse Lingard um, upon his arrival during the winter window. I think he definitely deserves applause for how he's handled this West Ham team. They're going to Europa League. Um, if you told me at the beginning of the season that that's where they would have ended up, I would have left. Um, you know, especially, you know, United's history with Moyes. Um, yeah, you know, I, I definitely think I was a little biased there, but I think that he is definitely a contender for manager of the season and also Bielsa with what he did with Leeds. Um, Leeds played fantastic football for just coming into the league and finishing in the top half of the table. Um, it's impressive. And they really held their own against the top six teams. You know, they beat huh. City. Um, they, I think, uh, they drew with Chelsea. They drew with uh, United. I can't remember some of the others. But, uh, yeah, my top two, I can't pick between them would be Moyes and Bielsa. Okay. Fair enough. I think those are two excellent choices. George, who's your manager of the season? I mean, there's only one guy. I don't know why you guys are talking about all these people. The guy who won the league, of course. He's the <laughs> best manager in the league. Like, come on. The guy, the guy won the league without a striker. The guy started the league with only 11 first-team players. Like, that oh. is not impressive enough. Like, I guess the standards are too high. But... Come on, Pep is like, bro. He won the um, Carabao Cup. He won the league. He's in the Champions League final. That alone is not impressive. We are talking about people who, you know, exceeded about you know exceeded um above expectations. Come on, yeah. Pep's is the manager of the season. And tell me how much money Pep's been working with, and how much Moyes and Bielsa have been working with. It doesn't matter. Lampard spent over 200 mil like last summer. And what happened to him? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So when you say money, spending money, it doesn't like I keep saying this. You can spend however money you want. If you don't, if you're not successful with it, you cannot just be like, okay, uh, money automatically guarantees people's success. It doesn't work like that. Pep has done it and he's proved it. And he's in like three finals right now. Um, Can I? Um, can I chime in real quick, uh, Popo? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so, so this, this is what's going on. So, that... <laughs> chime in, chime in. <laughs> yeah. So this is I, I I don't recall when it was a specific time, but I was watching um Sky Sports or this British and British show, and Pep Guardiola started talking, and he was like, "Oh yeah, if it wasn't like I couldn't afford the players that I, you know." that the players that I have, I wouldn't be this successful. And I'm like, yeah, sarcastic Pepe again. You know, I've seen this guy. I saw this guy cry when Aguero left. I'm like, dude, why are you crying? But anyways. <laughs> and I'm like, why is I'm like, why are you crying? Like, you basically won the league without the guy. Like, what are you, know, anyways. But um, he... Guys, we don't know the backstory. Hey, hey, Come on. George. We don't know the backstory. <laughs> I mean, like, I was, why, it was so weird. Crying? I'm like, dude, why are you crying? Anyways, but... um. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm sorry, but um, this is what he said. He's like, dude, essentially, without the players, the money to get the players that I want, I wouldn't be as successful. And like, it's kind of like a, a, a sentence that you can just be like, oh, whatever. But looking at it deep down, the guy is literally telling you the truth. 
Pep Guardiola is my manager of the season because there's a lot of coaches that they give them so much money, they give them stuff and whatnot, and they don't do anything with it. And I do recall some on this podcast, we went in hard on Pep at at some point because City, you know, they were struggling. They had spent the money, they have the squad, and like yes. they, weren't, they weren't going, mm-hmm. they weren't doing well. And the guy just said the truth in the sense is that if you don't give me the players that have the football brain that I can actually use to implement the complex tactics that I want to play, there's no way I can do it. And the only way that I can do it is splash the cash. So, like, I think that moment of honesty from him that wasn't thinly veiled as sarcasm or whatever was like, yeah, man, refreshing. So, to me, like, I hear Biesla. Uh, I love Leeds games this game, uh, Leeds games this season. I really enjoy them. But um, it will be hard for me to overlook that, you know. It's just what it just like, like Thank you, David. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, wow. So what are your thoughts on the manager of the season? Yeah, like, uh, it is in no doubt absolutely pep. Like, wow. you look... Wow. No, seriously. You like, look how at, are you overlooking that? Like, <laughs> you, you look at... I appreciate Bielsa. I love mm-hmm. him. Uh, you know... He is, he is, he is where he is. <laughs> Why are you laughing as if I don't love him? I love him. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, uh, uh, David Moyes, nice guy, great guy who took West Ham to sixth, you know, thank you. Uh, even Dean Smith, you can, if you can make a case for Dean Smith, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Villa, they just, they just they just came up a couple of years ago, and you know if Grealish didn't get injured, fine, maybe top seven. Um, but <laughs> but like when you look the end of the table that we all love to look at, you look the top four is City, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, and when you just look at the money that all these teams spend, we can say. If all these other teams are spending that money, are they going to play the way Man City plays? Like, let's let's put that out there too. Mm-hmm. We're talking about okay, yeah, money, 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 money. But if you give Ole that money, is Manchester City going to play? Like, is United going to play like City? If, yeah. if you give that money to Mourinho, anyone else, Mourinho, nah. say Mourinho. So we give Mourinho. Mourinho if you give more money. than Pep, yeah, yeah. So look at Tottenham. They this guy got fired. Imagine, imagine you have a team that just remember some people said he was winning the league. Some people exactly said imagine. was winning the league this season. Look at the quality of that team. I'm not saying it's it's exactly the same as cities, but you have Hurricane. Like Manchester City are trying to buy the striker that you have. Mm-hmm. You have Swan. Like we're arguing that these two guys are in the forward line of the year, and this team finished seventh. Like their their center backs might not be as great, but come on, Th- that team is good enough to finish in the top four, you know. Yes. So if we want to talk about money, we can talk about money all day. But if you give everybody the same money, they want to accomplish the same things. So to start the season with no striker, uh, Aguero, we don't know when his ties will be healthy. Um, G- <laughs> Gabi Gabi Jesus. You don't know if he wants to score, if he wants to just run around and you know what's going on. He 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 had to tweak. You know, he had to tweak. He noticed, oh shit, it's like it's like my defense is much strong. All right, let's 
work on the decisions and let's just be KDB got injured for an extensive period. They still, you know, kept kept the rocking. Put uh-huh. like he managed well, to fold in wonderfully. Maris this Maris exactly. didn't start the season great, but he still stuck to Maris. Stuck with Maris and gave him opportunities. Now Maris is but I remember at, at the beginning of the season, guys were insulting Maris. Yeah, Yeah, he was trash. Why said it? He said that he didn't start the season well. He was trash. Yeah, he didn't start the season well, but the manager stuck to him. Look at Phil Foden improving. Like, you know, come on, man. Yeah. So we can talk about money all we want, but if Ruben Diaz went to Manchester United, Manchester United, you have Harry Beckenbauer. (laughs) Harry Beckenbauer. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's let's yeah, let's not. My manager of the season is is definitely Pep. Like, no question about it. I actually can I can I come? So it seems like we are all on Pep. So can can we make this question that okay, Pep is out. Yeah, we have Ole, mm-hmm. Moyes, the Dean Smith, uh, what's the BS line and whatnot. Amongst those coaches, those quote unquote underrated coaches, which one would be your number one? Well, I think Ruki has answered the question. Ruki already told you the two, right? Because she gave you two <laughs> that are not Pep. And I was just going to say, I'm actually surprised that you guys are so strongly going for Pep. I understand your point in that he had the best team, his team performed the best. He Technically, you can't. It's hard to argue that he didn't do the best job as a manager. Right. However, you know, usually the manager of the season, I feel like you always look for the guy that did something you weren't expecting. Like we came into the season expecting City to win the league; they won the league. As much as you know, the season played out and things weren't as easy as you might have expected. They won the league. They won the league by like twelve points, and it wasn't even close to the end. Like they they cruised to the end. That's credit to him, but that's also like. If I expect you to score 20 goals a season, like the most Salah thing that David kind of brought up, I expect you to score 20 a season, you score 20 a season, I'm I'm not going to be as hyped. So I was just a little surprised you guys didn't bring up anyone. But David, I'll let you answer the question you so, just brought up. What manager would you bring up? Other I, I'm conflicted because I've been on this podcast and I've insulted Ole so many times and he deserved it. We lost to Istanbul, Istanbul ba- Basexa here. I now I know I know how to say your name. <laughs> but yeah. but um how do you call it? It's kind of hard because we have Biesla, um, Ole, Moyes, and Dean Smith. And it's kind of strange because Ole came second and he has for the reasons that we discussed, the money money is not as much of a factor, at least for in Pep's case. So it's kind of like interesting to me that I would put say that Moyes was a better manager than Ole when Ole matched Mourinho's greatest ever accomplishment in his words finishing second with this united team so it's i i'm I'm very very conflicted on this if i was to pick the second guy i'll have to give it to ole shockingly shockingly because to be honest we all expected that guy to fail like popo you were saying no like we yeah i I see i see what you're saying the team is not playing well though (laughs) Like the team is not playing well. Like, do we just do we just ignore how the team is playing because of the the of the results? Because we they managed to string enough results to finish second in a season where in a season where like Liverpool, like we can say whatever we want, but if not for that weird patch or where they went scoring that just defeated everyone's confidence, 
they they would not they eventually finished third but they had a crazy patch where they went scoring so, um like let's oh i'm sorry okay go ahead so if we're, if we're if we're talking about a manager besides pep honestly it would be brendan rogers because believe it or not believe it or not we think leicester should finish in the top four imagine he has gotten leicester playing so well and being so consistent that we think that they should be finishing in the top four Leicester is not a top four team. <laughs> Yo, can I come in? Leicester is not a top four team. Unfortunately for the guy, he 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 loses the position at last two seasons in a row on the last day. Mm-hmm. But this team, this team, come on, are we saying but, that Leicester should be in the top I, four? I I I ahead of Ahead of Tottenham, I heard that United went the whole season unbeaten away, and like they always secured second spot like weeks ago. They played Elanga and Co, and they still beat Wolves and whatnot. I mean, you guys can mm-hmm. go back listen to my stuff. Like I can't understand what Ole is doing with the team. Sometimes I don't know what he's doing. Nobody knows what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing sometimes. But like, um, it's kind of weird to me that someone like does all this stuff and we we can like dismiss it still. So. George, yeah, no, and that's I can, that is, I can no, agree with wait, you on that, Jaden. Can I go? I feel yeah. like see that that's the problem. That's a problem. You see, Was just said that um, uh, Brandon Rogers needs to win it, right? And I don't know if if I don't know if we know any Leicester fans, but if you talk to any Leicester fan, they'll probably tell you that I expect to win. Like you know, I expect to play in Champions League next season. Or be that they won the FA Cup, mm. right? But which ones? No, no, no. Oh, we did. No, no. Listen, but if that would, not be a, that would not be a realistic expectation. I mean, I understand where you're going. What? No, no. But we come on. City coming into the season to Wax's point, and I agree with that part of it. I oh, don't know a lot of people had Leicester City in the top four. Let's not rechange history because of how it played out. Yeah, they ended up looking like they were gonna make it, but at the beginning of the season. Nobody had Leicester in the top four, so yeah. he's absolutely right that they did probably better than most people expected. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Right, here's the thing. Last season they came close, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure Brendan Rodgers and the Leicester team were even Madison at one point. Like I think after one of the games where they won, I think when they beat Liverpool, he came out and said he was you know taking digs at Lampard and all those people saying. Oh, we're just in our lane. We're focused. Our goal is to play in the Champions League. Blah blah blah. What extra stuff? So the Leicester players knew that that was the goal they wanted to reach, right? But they did not reach that goal. This is the same thing we keep doing for Pochettino when he was at Spurs. People were saying, "Oh, he took, uh, he made uh, Spurs this top four team." Yeah, he made them the top four team. Now they're top four team. They're supposed to win trophies now, right? Now the Spurs fans expect to win trophies now. You cannot do it. It's the same thing Brandon Rogers is in. Like, that's the same situation he's in right now. You make a Leicester now a top four contender. But for two seasons in a row, towards the end, you somehow manage to always lose it. Right? So, if I'm pretty sure their whole plan for the season was to make Champions League. I'm pretty sure their, their target for this season was to make Champions League. It was not to win the FA Cup. It was not to do any of that. Right? Now, someone, I'll agree with David and also give, like, you know, aside Pep, I'll say Ole. I'm not sure why people are overlooking Ole. I'm, I'm, I really don't understand why. Like, people okay. keep underestimating the job that Ole is doing. I said Ole 2025. They, listen, the Glazer family chose Ole over Pochettino. 
That should tell you guys a lot. The guys don't know what they're talking about. I, <laughs> no, they know exactly, David. They know exactly what they're talking about. You cannot look at what Pochettino did uh, in the French league. You cannot bring someone like Pochettino if you know you're trying to take United back to the glory days. Pochettino is not a manager who will take you back to the glory days. Like, no, he's the kind of coach that will go to a team like Everton and make them a top four team. He's not going to win you trophies. Ole, if he wins the Europa League. Now he wins you trophies, right? Like, no, 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 bro. If he wins, listen, he was second. Why Why do we keep on this? Last season, he ended up being third, right? Mm-hmm. The season after, he's second. He's in the Europa League final. Next season, I feel like if Man City wins the Champions League, Ole might have a shot at the league title, honestly. Let's not, let's, like, bro, Ole, aside Pep, Ole, let's not be bringing these Brandon Rogers and no, 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 See, they did not accomplish. I think George, the reason it comes in like people, people want to like mentally be like, okay, if they put Rogers in the same spot as Ole is right now, do you think that United would perform? Like, who's a better manager? I think that's what. The- no, see, that's the thing. That's the mistake that people keep doing. We're saying the same thing for Pochettino. That's the mistake that people keep doing. It doesn't work like that. If you're in a team and the team is performing, it does not mean that when you go to an, or you get better players or you get uh, a lot of money, you're going to... No, it doesn't work like that. Ole is in that position. He's making it work. When he was in Cardiff, he got relegated. No? <laughs> <laughs> he's in United. He's think, outside. Think, so like, think, uh, definitely, we're definitely not trying to evaluate who's a better manager overall because then Pep would be the answer yeah. and... Maybe I don't know that Ole would be your second choice. I think we're trying to evaluate what manager had the best season. And to me, you want to look at... No, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just making sure we're all on the same page. You you want to look at the team expectations coming to the season. You want to look at what they had to work with. You want to look at the circumstances they had to deal with. And as much as I respect you guys giving Ole credits, because a lot of people were laughing at him in the beginning on Dooley, even though he was performing and getting results, I do think that this season for United was on par. Like, it was a solid season. It was a B season, right? I don't think it was an A season. What David Moyes did at West Ham, Ole did not do. I mean, and they're different teams. They have different expectations. But as much as you're saying, United's expectation was to be in Champions League, was to get top four. Like, they're basically doing what they expected to do. He didn't surpass any of their goals. Uh, He just did it. More, no, no, no. You can make an argument and see that only like they were not. You know what, um, George? You can make that argument. Um, George, oh, please. Sorry, no, no. Speak. Then I was. Oh, um, I was. I was gonna say that I saw the top four predictions at the beginning of the season for most people, and United was not in most people's top four. People had them at fifth. fifth. I even had them at. Ah, uh, shoot! I had them at fifth. Or fourth. I think I had them like yeah. I yeah. Them so myself. it seems like all of us like yeah. That that was my point, Gary. That's a good point. A good do point. you guys remember that Manchester United was first? Do Do you guys remember that we were actually in first position? If this team was a seriously managed team, there is no way that would have slipped up. Wait. So no why? Okay, why? So why, why then why are you, are you giving credit to Brendan Rodgers then? Well, not just that, but were you expecting them what? to win the league? Like, I'm very confused. How are you going from, they're such a terrible team, Ole sucks, but, oh, they were first, so if they were a serious team, yeah. they should have won. You, Spurs were first. Liverpool was first. 
Lester was up there too. Lester now did not qualify for two. Like, it's not making yeah. sense to me. I'm not here to, exactly. you know, cap for Ole because right. my feelings about him have right. been made very clear on this podcast. But I definitely understand what David and George are saying because mm. nobody thought United would end up se- uh, second. Second, yeah. And you know what? Um, but like David said, that away record, that's something to be impressed about because guess what? There are only two teams out of this United team who have accomplished that. One of them was the Arsenal Invincibles. Mm-hmm. So that is something right. to be to to think. This that, shit okay. is, is well. The way no, what? You know, honestly, you know, what? I I I, 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 I'm I'm saying, don't rate that guy, but like, it's not it's a fact. Right. Like, like, but your argument isn't making sense. Because yeah, like, how are you saying Rodgers? So, uh, if they were first, they should have won the league. That should change how many times? I did not say that they should have won the league. I United before City. Um, be, became first like probably like midway through the season like United after Chelsea was first after Tottenham was first and dropped off United now was now first we had a run of reasonable games that we could have won reasonable like I remember one time we lost 2-1 to Sheffield Sheffield United was already last they knew they were going to get relegated that's when you're losing to Sheffield, I remember. I think the game, the game right before that, we played Fulham, like a team that where, where did Fulham finish? Relegated. We could barely beat them. This is when we were in, basically, in a position to be like, let's take a stamp on this position. I'm not saying that we should have won, but they could have really made the race to win the league more interesting than it ended up being. They just pitted out the team. Only knew that he could not manage this. Ah, oh, God. What are we saying? But again, no, saying, no, like, yeah, no, your arguments, no, your arguments, your arguments don't right? add up. It's like, not adding up. We're, we're, all saying, we? we're all saying that we didn't expect them to. E- we expected United to either come in fourth and not even be in the top four. But you're no, also that not expecting you. them. That's to- you. That is what you expected. That's what you, you 90, that to be... that's what 98% of people expect. Wait, was you expecting uh, United to win the league? Right. Like, I was not I'm expecting very United to win the league. I was expecting us to finish in the top four, definitely. Yeah, and Ole did that. Definitely. But during the season, like guys, why are we gonna act like United is on the same level as a Leicester City or a West Ham or any of this? Like this is much that why are we come on, are we um like so, why are we acting like United is well, can, I, can, can I can I can I oh, bro, no go ahead. Well, let me ask you this real quick. I want us to I want us to move on because as much as I'm enjoying this argument, I do want to talk about a couple other things. Um, but why are you is, is your point basically that the the esteem that United has, the talent that you have, the players, the setup, everything, you think that the season wasn't good enough, regardless of where it ended. You know, it's almost like you're talking about performance versus results, right? Because you can play a really good game and lose. You can play a really bad game and win. And it seems like you feel like United played a bunch of bad games, but they just won, and you don't want to give them credit for that. Is that accurate? That's that's close enough. For the purpose of this conversation, I will accept um, what you can I can I bring in a last point? So this coach, yeah. uh, Jose Mourinho, I've never liked his style. When he came to Manchester United, I was like, dude, like this guy don't like his style. But this is what he did. 
he came second and he won the Europa League, which he touted at his as as his biggest accomplishment and and whatever, and that which, got him uh, enough sorry more to time. Interrupt, David. Those were two different seasons, too, mind you. the The year that he won the oh. Europa League, uh, United came in sixth. Oh, sorry, see? I just I wanted mean, to I wanted to frame. point that out. And Ole, this season, I remember when he started, uh, there was a thing that he's learning on the job, which became painfully clear that, dude, the guy is learning on the job because we didn't have a striker. Then he had Igalo and Co. So I think with all of those things, like, factored in, then he had, you got Cavani and what, I think that it's kind of, like, hard to minimize his achievements. I hear that what you're saying, like, some teams, you know, we played some really poor games. But in the end, like, other teams also played really poor, and you know. Yeah, Jose Mourinho is the only person that gives himself credit for finishing second that year. He made it a point to make it seem like the team was so bad that finishing second was so great. I never looked at that and was impressed. I never looked at Europa. I've never been impressed by this guy all his time at United. So that's something that he did. He drummed that up. Because Mourinho is that kind of guy that garners media, he garners press. So when he says these things, he makes it seem like it's real. It's it's not true. That team was way better than what he did with the team. So, like, he's trying to say, ah, I finished second is a great... No, it was not. It wasn't. So he should stop saying that and people should stop thinking that. Like, that team would have done so much more. Like, that's the same team that lost to Sevilla in, in Champions League and he came and started telling us about football heritage. So what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't be using Moreno's stats and, you know, yeah. he's he's too good at this. Like, he just makes up things and it makes it seem like he did something. Even um, after what he did with Tottenham, he still went to go and get another job at Roma. Like, he has, he's, he just has that reputation that he, he, he would just get jobs. Man. So he would do a, he 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 would do a bad the job. Reason, he I, would spin I, I, I'm it. Sorry, I don't like Mourinho, but I have to say this: when before Mourinho took over, Arsenal like had finished out of the seven seasons, they had finished five times above United, despite us spending spending close to a billion and whatnot, different coaches and all of that. I just feel like it was an achievement for him. That team was not good. We have to be. <laughs> he was. It was it was him who spent all of most of that money. Yeah, I, he was the yeah. it was the season he came that we actually started spending. That, that year we were playing that Brazilian guy that we sold to the Serie A team. The Brazilian guy, Pereira, the guy who just you know played the ball to the fans and like we, the team wasn't good. You know we have to be honest. I think that achievement we like I as much as I don't like Mourinho. You can't take it away from it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so we're, we're definitely going to have to go back another episode and look at that team because I think that as much as, yes, maybe he couldn't win the league that season, We, I'm not giving him a bunch of credit for finishing second. That's just, we're not we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Um, wow. I, I want us to, real quick, we kind of talked about, you know, Leicester City and how they, they fumbled the bag a little bit. Um, Rookie, I'll come to you. What does this mean just moving forward for Leicester? Like, what do they have to do? to secure the top four, do you think it's a matter of they need better players, more players, or is it just a mentality thing? Um, I really want to say it's a mentality thing because I think they spent 96% of the season in the top four um, was the stat that I read. Um, for some reason, they just cannot – they just can't get over that finish line. Uh, and for it to happen for a second season in a row where it's that final day that 
uh, decides everything, that's not acceptable. Um, especially when you, you've basically done most of the work the whole season. Um, I know like last season it came down to final day for, um, I think it was Chelsea United and Leicester this season. It was Liverpool, Chelsea and Leicester. There's, I saw improvement with them throughout the season, definitely. But, um, for example, like yesterday, you're in the driving seat and they just self-destructed. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't want to pin it on Rodgers, but he has to do more to motivate this team to keep going Um, or at least not have it so that you're now rushing on the final day to make top four. Um, I don't think it's a lack of, I don't think it's a lack of players. And honestly, with the way that Chelsea and Liverpool played for majority of the season, for them to get top four over Leicester, um, I think it, it's it's shameful and it's sad because Leicester definitely had the better season in terms of, you know, in terms of playing for sure. So I'm going to go with mentality over anything else. Hmm. What do you guys think? Do you guys kind of think, you know, along the same I can um, chime in real quick here. I know Leicester City's problem. They've had it for there a while. It's depth. Johnny Evans, the Manchester United guy, Brendan Rodgers gave an extensive interview about the dude, and he's like, yo, he's the brain in the team, and he's the one that orchestrates Fofana and Soyuncu to play the way they do. Missing Harvey Barnes was very big. This is what Liverpool have for them. Salah seems to not get injured, no matter what he does. Mm-hmm. And Harvey Barnes was playing exceptionally well this season. James Madison also went out for a period. But Johnny Evans, like, they can't... I saw them bring in Mendy, uh, Man. I'm probably butchering his name, but into center back, and they had to move, what's his name? Oh, Castagna into center back too. So mm-hmm. their issue is depth, squad depth, in the sense that Brandon Rodgers is a very, very fine coach. I have respect for the dude. But um, how do you call it? Whenever they lose that, their key, they were playing Albrighton. Now, Mark, Mark Albrighton is a very quality player. He's like a... James Milner guy, you know, utility player, but he's not that guy who's going to give you that extra punch. To be honest with you, if Ian Nacho did not step up and have a a blistering end to the season, they would have dropped out of top four a long time ago. To be honest with you, Mm because like they needed that extra new energy, quote unquote. They don't have the depth. Like no matter what Rodgers does, you you can't just play... Um, Castagna, so you and for for Fana, a 19-year-old kid, and move them to top four. So every year is their squad death that lets them down in the end. So that that is my take on that. Please, please let me also have. Have you guys ever pounded him before? Oh God! So like, so some of you guys like. Sometimes, like when I was pounding yam, when I was a child, me and my oh, brother were pounding yam. Because, like, only me, I can't pound it by myself because I wasn't strong enough. So, you need, because you know, when you start pounding, it starts to get really thick and sticky. Like, you can't raise. So, now, so we'll have two pistons. When he pounds, then me too, I pound. When he pounds, then I pound. So, we, so uh, David has given you some points. Me too, now, let me now pound. 
Oh, wow. that. <laughs> David just made some excellent points as to why Leicester is not a top four team. Mm. Look, Castain. We they just signed him. The guy was getting injured all, all, all the time. The their best right back, he was injured all the time. They sold yeah. chill well. Like the season before last, they saw Harry Kane. Think they, they were playing Luke Thomas at left back. Their um their striker is 34 years old. We don't know how he's still running. James Madison injured. Harrison Barnes injured. They're playing all Brighton. And um, Wilfred and Didi was injured for part of the season. Mm-hmm. And and all of this, this guy still managed to somehow be in the top four for most of the season and unfortunately dropping out on the last day. Hmm. Anyway, that's where I I, I rest my pissed in. <laughs> See, the thing is, I can't respect No more pounding. Like no I more really pounding. Can't. Like, this guy played Fofana. Who knows Fofana? <laughs> Nobody knows Fofana. Imagine, we are talking about Soyuncu as if, as if Soyuncu is some star. This guy is not a star. Yeah, like, so YouTube so yeah, is not that level, for sure. Yeah, so like... See, that's... Uh, Jim, how, imagine yeah. Johnny Evans is his best defender. Johnny <laughs> Evans? How old is Johnny Evans? So, like, come on, man. This guy is doing wonders with this team. Indeed, he, indeed he was injured. Indeed, he was injured. He came out back the second half of the season. Harris, I didn't even know that Harrison Barnes was injured. Harvey, like, come on, Harvey. he has... Oh, my God. Harvey Barnes was injured. What's that? He has some r- random Spanish guy. He's, he's, he's from, from Newcastle. That guy is... Oh, ass, what's his name? <laughs> Ayose Perez. Ayose Perez. Come on, man. Like, look at what you're dealing with. And yo, like, I, I am Nigerian. I love here Nigeria. But come on, let's not act like anybody was expecting this blurb of wonderful form. This was just amazing. What he did to, you know, is amazing. Like, come on, we're expecting this. Hmm. Expecting this. So if you really look at it, it's wonderful what the guy did. Wonderful. He makes like he did. He has done so well that people are deflated by him not finishing the top four. Like, this mm. team is not a top four team. Or Brighton? <laughs> Come on. Man. Yes, here's the thing. Wow, she said a lot. But it seems like it's the same, it's not, it's the same tone that people were giving Pochettino. It's the same thing. And now, you, like, I think Leicester has enough depth. Like, I really think they do have depth, right? When this guy got injured, for their left-back position, they had James Justin, they had Pereira, they had the Castanho. Are you guy. calling James Justin depth? Yeah. Like, yeah. Before, before this year, did you know who Wait, James what? Justin was before this year? But it does not matter. Boys, what, what you're not understand? it does not matter where you find this player from. If oh you bring God. this player and you go sign this player and bring him to the team and you start him, now we know who yes, he is. is right? Now, how do we know who he is? This is a player that has not consistently played top flight football. Not only that, he is he a kid. It absolutely matters. Your, your inexperience. Are you telling me that inexperience doesn't matter now as for, for a footballer, a, a 18 or 19-year-old coming into the team? Justin James uh, and Luke, Luke Thomas. Luke Thomas? Yeah, Luke, these guys are no, children. I, no, 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 no. Yeah, they had, he, listen, he had those guys. He had whatever you call them, children, whatever they are. And he still stayed in the top four, right? 
He had all those guys, and oh, my problem is for two win. seasons now, towards the end, last game. you yeah. keep losing. How do you lose to Newcastle? How do you, your last game, the last Against game the you had to win, just so you can make top four, and you still didn't win it. I cannot respect that. It's the same sh- it was the same thing Pochettino was doing, and you guys were here talking, 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 talking. Now that Pochettino has everything that he needs, everything that you guys were saying he was lacking. Now he has it, and he still cannot win wait, uh, the French wait, League. Wait, wait, like, guys, can, let's stop with this. Man. Pochettino has let's, let's also stop um, talking about situations as if they are the same. So what Pochettino and Tottenham had yeah, is not equal to what Brendan Rodgers and Leicester had. Pochettino at Tottenham is not the same as, as Brendan Rodgers at Leicester. Tottenham is a way bigger club than Leicester City with are you serious? Are you serious, bro? Bro, Pochettino, Pochettino, yo, the season Leicester won it. Do you think Leicester was supposed to win the league that oh season? My God. Do you think Leicester oh. was supposed, bro? Pochettino, yo, he lost that. You know, let's not let's not do this. If bro, if it's, it's, okay. it's, it's, okay. it's in your, if it's, if it's in your DNA, you, if it's I in your you, DNA, I Listen, relax. Why are you yelling? Like, why are you yelling? Like, right, go drink water, bro. I can't respect that. I'm sorry. I just cannot respect a manager where when it's critical for you to win it, you just don't win it. I can't respect that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from. I understand your perspective. Him losing those key games at the end of the season. I think, you know, to Wass's point, which probably is a little bit more fair, is there's 38 games. Just because he loses a game, the 38th doesn't mean the second or the third weren't as important. Like, he he got results overwhelmingly for most of the season. Um, but I do want us to, to move on to talk about top four predictions that we made before the season. Um, everyone provided them. I believe we have all of our top fours. Um, I believe we gave, like, top six. It was top, top six. We, we top did six. Like, yeah. top six. We did top six. It was the Arsenal guys. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I have to have a top seven to <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just going to read off what I have. Um, I know some people probably had a couple different versions, but this is the one that I have from the beginning of the season. Um, so I'll start with George because that's the first one I came up here. So this is George's top seven. He gave seven as well. Uh, he had City at one. Good job. Everyone knew that, right? Um, he had Chelsea at two. Yeah, until yeah, they everyone suck had Chelsea time. at two, so I can't even be mad at that, honestly. Um, he had Spurs at three. That's unforgivable. <laughs> That's wow. unforgivable to have Spurs at three. <laughs> he had United at four. To his points, you know, he was saying no one expected United to be in top four, but you, you had them at four. You expected them. But... No, no one expected them to be <laughs> I mean, you expected Spurs to be third. Like, that, you were kind of silly. Um <laughs> George had in, in fit. George had Arsenal. I have to double check that the George typed this. George that laughed at Arsenal the whole season. You expected them to finish fifth. But wow. What what happened there? Um in sixth he had Wolves. <laughs> this is not bro, this is not my top six, bro. I said Liverpool's gonna play you. Yeah. This is not official. I don't know. Seven, he had Leeds United hey. at seven. <laughs> 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 this is not an official one for both. <laughs> 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 Bro, you know, I was, I was well pushing the Liverpool Europa League agenda. So clearly, I had them either fit or sit, bro. This I mean, if you could find your official one, this is one that I start. So. 
Wow. <laughs> I mean, you can always edit it. I don't think that's the one. Um, yeah, do you guys, Rookie, I'll let you open, start off. Do you have anything you want to say about Georgia's top seven? You know, what's the most shocking thing? Spurs. <laughs> Spurs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's quite bad. I don't, I mean, I know Spurs tried to make it look like they were going to do something. Yeah, but, but like, honestly, but was too high. the whole Mourinho, I mean, I called it last season when they hired Mourinho and people were hyping Mourinho like, oh, he's done so well with this first team because of where they were. And I said he hasn't and it's not going to end well. And what happened? It didn't end well. I rest my case. Yeah, yeah, it didn't end well at all. Um, I don't know where I put the other, other rankings. Uh, you see? <laughs> see? Let me go to my ranking. I'll just Yo, I'm seeing everyone else except for um, you guys on I this podcast. I remember my rankings. I remember my top four rankings. And it was on a podcast, so, like, you can verify. I had City first. I had Chelsea second. I had Liverpool third. And I had United fourth, so I got the top four right. Mm. They were just you so know. not bad at all. Yeah, and I had I had Arsenal seventh. So. I remember I had Arsenal seventh. Ricky, your thing is breaking up. Can you hear me mm. now? <laughs> Ma'am, we can hear yeah. you now. Yeah, okay. you definitely are. You had Arsenal seventh, yeah. but you know, Which you could have gone that a lot more correct, but not bad. Yeah, I wasn't far off. No, 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 you weren't. You're right. You're, I mean, you're right there. You're right there. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wes and David, I don't know where your predictions are. You guys are gonna kind of get be lucky today. We can't laugh at you. Um, oh, give, give, give me a second. I'm I, looking for it. I had the I top found, four, but I found not in the right order. That's all. But I, I, the four teams I said would be in top four in the top four. Okay. I had no wait now let me try to remember. I think I had Liverpool first. Um, remember, I mean come on. <laughs> I had Liverpool first, uh City second, United third and Chelsea fourth. I think that's what I had. I remember you definitely had Liverpool first. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I definitely right. had Liverpool first and on City second. Yeah. Um, Popo, I found it. Yeah, I have mine as well. Mine is, come on. You want to say what I had? Go ahead. Yeah, you had City first. You had Chelsea second. Same <laughs> as you. You can't, yeah. you can't yeah. laugh at me. You had Liverpool Spot third. <laughs> Spot on, right? And then you had Everton fourth. You were the guy, hey. you were the guy that was coming talking about Ancelotti and the likes. And you had Everton fourth, Tottenham fifth. And then the disrespect wow. for United mm. That's why that's why he, he can't give Ole credit because he thought he would be sixth. <laughs> I mean it was it was based on what and they did last season. They played terrible football. I thought it would not keep working and it, it kept working. Like what can yeah. I say? This guy's probably about Arsenal. Where did I have Arsenal though? I was pretty close. I think you had you them had ninth. Arsenal at ninth. Yeah, yeah. I expected them to take a step back, but you know, they, they proved me wrong and they finished eighth. So. <laughs> can we talk good, about good some of them. the can we talk about some of the analysts we've had on here who thought Arsenal would finish third or fourth? Oh let me see. Those oh, those are the ones I start. People that had Arsenal crazy high. Let me see. I have 
Yo, what the hell is happening here? I'm yeah. Really no, no, don't worry. Prediction. I have some of the big, the big guys, the big boys. Okay. So I found George. And Mika's prediction, we can talk about Mika, our guy. He's <laughs> abandoned us on the podcast, but we know he's still around. Um, he had Arsenal finish in fourth ahead of Manchester United. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Arsenal fan, of course. He, he thought that made sense. Um, Josh. Josh Umo, our guy. The guy that is rarely ever wrong when it comes to Arsenal. Um, he had Arsenal finish in third. It's not even Arsenal finish in third. He had Wolves or Sheffield finish in sixth. Wow. <laughs> Sheffield United. How did he have Sheffield finish in sixth? I think he oh had I think he had Manchester United finishing ninth. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't have United in his top wow. six. He has Sheffield ahead of Yo. United. <laughs> I found I found Carrie's okay, top ten. I found it. See, I, why are we saying okay? Okay, <laughs> there we go. The guy had Liverpool first. That's what I said. Yeah, he had City second. Who was second? He had City. Mm-hmm. City was second. He had United okay. third, and then he had Tottenham fourth, <laughs> and then Everton fifth, <laughs> and then Chelsea sixth. Leicester seventh, Wolves eighth, Arsenal ninth, and then Yo, Leeds you just tenth. copied me. This is like my own list. Wow, Wes was copied from my. You actually said your list was garbage. I put Tottenham in fourth. Because <laughs> you know why? Yeah, I, you did, what happened. I know exactly what happened. This was you. remember Tottenham started the season off very very well. So the predict could look originally I had Tottenham finishing like seventh or eighth. But when it started scoring all those goals and winning games, we were like, oh man, they're gonna keep this up. So everyone overhyped them in that moment. So that's probably why you had them so high, because they looked like they were actually gonna be able to do it. But in I, the end, we should have trusted our I think our I own. have two lists. I think I have two I have another list somewhere that I don't know where it is. <laughs> Bro, that's how I feel too, man. Because yeah, I don't know me, a number one Mourinho hater. I, 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 I succumb to the pressure and <laughs> put him in my top four. When Harry Kane and Son were assisting and scoring every goal, mm-hmm, every game, mm-hmm. like, it felt like, I mean, because you trust the talent of Harry Kane, you yeah. trust the talent of Son. So it felt like, yeah, they can keep this up if they keep defending like this. And of course, we should have known. Um, Real quick, I want to, David, I want to ask you, what was the biggest disappointment this season for you? I, I mean, I know you already talked about VR, but in terms of a team, um, was there any team that disappointed you more than any other that you were just shocked at how the season went? Ooh, I was just shocked at how it went. Let me see. Let me see. Give me a second. Let me let me pull up the table. I can tell you right now who, who this team. Okay. Anyone else, jump in. If you guys have an answer already, you can jump in. Oh, it was it was it was wolves. It, it okay, was wolves, and course, and yeah. the the thing is that like you know we've discussed Rogers extensively on this podcast, and we have Nuno Espirito Santo after Raul Jimenez got injured. The Fabio Silva guy came with some hype. I know some people in the chat were pretty hype about him, but to see them play so poorly, like they have Elanga scoring goals against them. The guy got fired in the end. Like Adama Traore just, you know, 
we focused more on bodybuilding than soccer this year. Like it was really poor. It was really, really <laughs> poor. Like it was really poor. And I couldn't believe it. Like that, you know, they were in Europe. They they fell out like unceremoniously. Like it yeah, it was really poor. So it, it will be wolves because I expected more from them. Yeah, no, I definitely expected more from them as well. I think the loss of Jimenez was huge. We can't we can't skip over that. Um and definitely Fabio Silva and was you, not. And, and this is something that comes back to the Rogers point that you know, Rogers can lose all these guys. Like these are his main guys, like and their team still plays well. So I guess it's more testament to Rogers. I don't I don't know if Rogers is a better coach than Nuno, if Nuno end up at Spurs. I I, I don't know. But like yeah. It's testament to people like Rogers who can play James Justin and Co. and you know still get results. Then James Justin gets injured, then play Luke Thomas, and you know what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the more you think about it, the more you compare other teams and other managers. I mean, the more you're gonna give Brandon Rogers credit that he actually did quite a good job this season with that team. Um, George, any big disappointments from a team perspective or even players? Uh, Leicester, right? Yeah, I mean, it has to be Leicester. Because okay. I was expecting them to, like, finish in, like, top five. I really was expecting them. But then towards the end, I was like, I could see them, you know, going to miss. I see I see them missing out on top mm-hmm. four. I could see it. And I just kept saying it. So I was really disappointed that Rogers proved me right. That, you know, he's not really one of... Like, he's one of those managers. Those who bottle stuff at the end. So... Um, yeah, I was disappointed he proved me right. I was just disappointed. Yeah. But players, um, uh, I mean, there's really, I guess Aguero, you can say Aguero, because I wasn't expecting him to be out, like, you know, with that much injuries. I expect him to play at least, like, you know, 20 games. He was out. He was out injured, and now I feel like he's coming to Barcelona, and like I'm like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, we will talk about Barcelona yeah, episode. I have to, nothing to say. So, nothing so, to, to keep to Suarez out of the club and bring Aguero in, like it's oh, kind of crazy. Popo, but, you know. Popo, can I connect my players? It's two different. It's two different boards. It's two different boards. It's two different. Oh, Popo, can I give my player? So, can I give my player? Yeah, please. Timo Werner. Oh, Hakim, yeah, Hakim Ziyech. These guys, yes. that, and, and, and that's the reason wow. that we had all of us has yes. Chelsea at second because we were like Pulley, Werner, yes. and Werner was so poor. Like some of the stuff that he did, I don't know how he can explain it to himself. But regardless of the fact, I'm gonna give him one more season because I'm like it was really mm-hmm. poor. Like some of the things getting to the end, he started scoring and whatnot with his natural ability which i call pace and like his ability like he's very very tenacious he will keep putting in the work but like it was very disappointing he finished what chelsea's highest assister and i saw Tukel saying that hey Jorginho was the top scorer and he's like yeah if we let werner take penalties he would have like a plus six plus seven to add to his five or whatever goals make it 12 which he and Nacho still scored more than so and even that, they let Werner take some penalties, and he missed some of the penalties. So, yeah, it has to be Timo Werner. Very, very disappointing. That's a David player. We're going to back him next year. We just need to recharge. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to recharge. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> 
No, I forgot. Money, man. Money is also one of those guys. Like, yeah, of course. That is shocking scene, bro. He did. Yeah, he had a really shocking scene. Yeah. And on that note, I think Sterling... Um, I feel like it wasn't as bad oh, yeah, as Sterling. it kind of felt, but it never felt like he... It basically ended with him not being in the starting 11, which for him is a disappointment. Nah, even yeah, when he, he played, he didn't look himself. Like, he was giving the ball away a lot. Like, I can understand why Pep benched him for Foden because the guy was not yeah. himself. And I think he should not even go to the Euros. He just yeah, he's, he's going to go to the Euros, George. Like, <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, he's not going to skip the Euros. Like. Like, I feel like he needs, he, needs, he needs a lot of rest. He's been the rested. Way, the way George just says something, like. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying they're not gonna call him. I know he's gonna. He's gonna get caught. But I'm just saying. He should fake an injury and just get. Yeah, like the way Van Dyke did. Van Dyke just turned down Netherlands. It's like yo. I don't think that was his choice. (laughs) (laughs) Van Dyke now. Vax, I want to ask you about you know one of our our players, one of the EPL legends, Sergio Aguero. You know, George mentioned the disappointing season he had, and he did have a disappointing season, especially in terms of availability, right? You would have expected him to play a lot more. Um, but just talk about what his legacy is, his, you know, his status as an EPL striker. How quickly does he go into the this Hall of Fame? I don't know how, how long he has to be retired, but, you know, just the things that he's done in the EPL, I know that I'm sure you can say some nice words about Oh, sure. Aguero. Absolutely, definitely. The, the greatest words, best striker in the Prem for the last decade, undoubtedly, you know. Whenever you need a goal, like you know who to call. Sergio, when City needed our goal in what, the 90, what was it, 90, 96th minute, 97th minute of a game? Something Who's crazy. It? Something crazy like that. It was, it was Sergio, and I'm not, I don't know. Why disappointed in him? The guy was injured, man. If he, if he, it's not like he, you, it's not like you choose to be injured. It's not like mm-hmm. you want to be injured. Like man, sometimes you just get injured. It just happens. Uh, you know, not not everyone is Cristiano that doesn't get injured or Messi. Like normal <laughs> players get injured. But let's not forget, this guy has been playing this football thing since he was 15. Burst onto the scene in Argentina as a 15-year-old. Went to Atletico Madrid, balled out. Came to City, balled out. So I'm just hoping, you know, and come on, like, I know it was the last game yesterday, but see, do you see the kind the of goals that he scores? Good, man. Just too good. Do you see the kind of quality that he has when he hasn't played? He has been off from come. See how he, he gave that defender, which he gave the defender one, two, back, back. I just used that. Use the outside of his foot to finish. Like simple football things, like composure in the 18. Then look at the second goal. You would think it was Cristiano that scored that goal. See how Fernandinho is crossing the ball like he's a, he's a six foot striker in. You don't believe this guy is 5'8", whatever he is. Huh? He leaps in between the two. Look at where he put that header, man. In the last place that the ball could fit in the goal. That's where he put the header. In fact, they, he spun the header. If you see how the ball was going, it looked like it was going out. No, he's put head spin on it. Like, this is the quality that we're talking about. This guy, come on, man. Have you, have you guys seen... I don't, have you seen Aguero score a header like that? Nah. Come on. What a wonderful header. So, 
like I don't think if he can stay fit all this year, he's 33 with year. Barcelona let a 33 year bring another 33. All he had, like I hope his injury troubles are behind him. If he's mm-hmm. fit, he will ball out. He will score goals. That's I guarantee. Aguero on the field, fit is scoring goals. That's just there's no question about it. You know, 33 is not too old for Aguero. He can still ball for at least two more years. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried. I'm not disappointed in him. I'll give him a pass for his, for his injuries, man. And like the guy who knows, he's like, it's fine. Even if I'm injured, I will still make it to the Champions League final. It's all good, no problem. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. I'm not. I'm I'm not disappointed in him. I'm 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 happy like to get to see a guy like that play ball. These are the guys that give me joy in football, not other people. I won't mention them, but. Myself, myself. EPL grades. There seems to have been um, this huge, well, not huge, but there seems to have been some controversy yeah. about the addition of Beckham into the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm I'm not understanding where this outrage is coming from. More. More deserving I guys. Think that, I, I think one, maybe there's more deserving guys, but I also think it's when we look back in hindsight, a lot of the David Beckham love, we look at it as like extra hype. Like, you know, because like, you know, Beckham is famous for so much that more than football. Spice, so and it kind of well, diminishes how good he was at football because it's like, oh, he just kicked free kicks. And, and that's the thing. I feel like he definitely got very involved in living the celebrity lifestyle. But do we sometimes maybe look down on him because of that? I think, and I think, act as if he's not, he wasn't as good as he actually is because I can, he's become more than just a, a, a football player. I don't know. Um, I I can chime in on that. Like someone like myself, like I watch some Beckham games and whatnot. The idea that he's in ahead of Ryan Giggs is kind of like I've personally I've never rated the guy as a. The thing with Giggs though is he was supposed to actually be inducted initially with Sheer and um Henry, but because of um some of the scandals going on with him at the moment involving domestic violence. Oh, that's why they dropped him. Thank you. Oh uh, yeah, thank you that you but they I'm glad that they dropped him. He's a terrible human being and they need to No, it's <laughs> fact. He's actually thank you rookie for bringing. No, that guy's a really human terrible human being. human being. Like he's a really yeah. horrible human being and he has to face up to that. But um how do you call it? Yeah, but um people like skulls and whatnot. Personally, I've never rated Beckham that highly, but he's in there whatever. If they can put other guys to cushion the blow of, you know, seeing Beckham at the latest inductee, that'll be fine. But yeah, that's my sense and my take on that. But like my whole thing is the Hall of Fame. Is it mostly based on um your ability on the soccer or on the soccer field or your influence in the football game? I think it's, it's, it's both, both. achievements yeah. achievement and ability. Yeah, if it's both then yeah, if it's both then I think Beckham needs to be needs to be in there. Because he, he started this whole trend of like Players signing, um, you know, what do you call it? Is it football uh, deals and all? Like, but the guy has made he's he's like he's impacted the lives of. Yeah, that's that guy. Yeah. But like when, when it comes to bullage, when when it comes to bullage, <laughs> like he's not like I can see why people are upset. I'm not uh, too upset. Like he's in there. That's fine. He should be in there. But like you could have put him last, you know. 
<laughs> but like, yeah, I think yeah. I think it's like I said. I think it's one of those things that you look back on in hindsight and you feel you know you judge him differently. But I mean, the guy played for Manchester United at their height. Ever since I was younger, England. I've never rate, like I've never rated him high. He was like, okay, he scored freak. He was not like you got what I'm saying. There was see, there's more you know talented and more Honestly, influential players in United. Not. I felt like it was yeah. hype, but you know we have to oh, give yeah, him yeah. credit. I think fine. he deserves to be in there. First, last, second, it doesn't matter. He's in there. Um, what did I want to ask? Oh, I wanted us to predict the Champions League and Europa League games because they are happening as much as we haven't talked about them. Um, we will start with Europa League final: Villarreal versus Manchester United. Um, George, I'll start with you. Give me a score for this game. Uh, so United is playing against Unai Emery, right? This, this, this is what a guy he believes and breathes Europa League. Like I think that that's it's that's gonna be renamed reality. after him in a few years. It's his character. Yeah, yeah, after he like. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's more like the league. It's one of the English league for Pep, rookie English league for Pep, <laughs> but. Uh yeah, what do you call it? Um, I'll go for a Villarreal win. Give me a score. Uh, I get uh, two one, oh, two one Villarreal win. Okay, two one Villarreal. I gotta support my La Liga. Of course, understandable. Wax, what do you think the score is gonna be? Yeah, like I, I don't know how George said two one. It's like he he knew I was about to say two one or something. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I, I just want this whole Ole is doing a good job thing to die. <laughs> so, uh, I I don't need him to win, and it it's so funny how I was the one that backed him. So much. Yeah, it's so funny. everybody, everybody was it was angry at me for backing him. Now all of you guys love him. What the no, 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 is no, happening? No, no, no. No, you guys love this no, no, guy. No, no, no. I need him to lose this <laughs> final. He should lose. I don't. I, so Villarreal will win two one. Like nothing can make me forget Istanbul, Basakshir. Nothing can make me forget Sheffield. Nothing can make me like the, from the first game of the season. I already knew that this guy was about to about to make me change my opinion about him. I thought like hey, Villarreal. I told you, you didn't want to listen. Yeah, but now, but now you, yeah. you're like we can, we can always yeah. give the person the credit. Okay, fine. No problem. Villarreal two one. <laughs> Rookie, what do you think the score is gonna be? Villarreal two one. <laughs> Rookie, 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 not believe do. that. <laughs> I do. You know why? Because no, I actually do stop. only because our defense is just sus. I feel like it's gonna be two stupid goals, and then they're gonna. You know, park the bus. We'll score one. Can't get another to push it into extra time, and that'll be that. I'm serious when I say that. Okay, just be careful with this whole parking the bus thing, because Daniel thought they were gonna park the bus. They don't park yeah, the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not how they play. No, what um, I mean is once they score the two. What I mean is once they right. score the two goals, then they're gonna you know shut up shop, and it's gonna be hard right. to break them down. Yeah, and our guy Chukwueze is supposed to be back. I believe he's been in training, so you know, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna do one. 
Oh, um, I think that the score is going to be three-one to Manchester United. Um, the the reason I say that is because this is the thing with Ole. When he initially started, all of us, or most of the United fans, were Ole at at the wheel and all that, all that good stuff. But this is what it became painfully apparent. That's Kerry said the guy was learning on the job. But this season, the only reason I was able to maintain my sanity is to divorce myself from the club at all and just watch it as a neutral. Like, I just, I use, I mean, we're, we're in the same chat. I wasn't even talking about the United games. If I feel like watching it, I'll watch it. If I don't, I'll watch it. And that worked out well for my mental health. This is the thing with Unai Emery and Ole. The United team is better than that Villarreal team. Bruno Fernandes and Cole, these guys are very, very, they're very, very hyped to win a trophy. Ole, the reason why now it seems like I'm not bashing with that, like if someone does something well, contrary to your expectations, you have to give him the credit. And I think this season, like, you know, he has to get the credit. Like I was expecting him to fail and he didn't fail. So you have to at least like, it didn't happen. So I think that United will win. We have Cavani. We have like the forward line is actually good. They have Pal Torres, a guy that United is trying to sign. United is trying to mm-hmm. sign that guy. Yeah, so nice. Real Madrid. Oh, yeah, he said he, I've seen some highlights of that dude. The guy, is, <laughs> the guy is good. Unai Emery, I have respect for him. So he started playing Guendouzi. I don't know why he started playing Guendouzi. But, <laughs> but no, the guy was doing well at Arsenal. Then all of a sudden, the next season, he started playing Guendouzi. Then they started falling. Anyways, but not to go like with Ole. The players have shown an, a desire, a very, very strong desire to win something to make sure that there are no more laughing stocks. So I think they could make it. No, no, for real. Like, there are no more laughing stocks. Bruno Fernandes is the highest, had the most uh, goal involvement or goals for a midfielder in the Premier League. He beat Lampard's record. Cavani seems like he's firing. I don't see why United cannot get past Villarreal. So 3 1 to United. Okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm actually very surprised that all of you guys picked Villarreal. Uh, I was also going to pick Villarreal, but I'm going to keep my predictions to myself. I don't no, 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 but no, 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 I think Villarreal can win it. I'm kind of like with George. I just want Villarreal to win it. It's not. But they say you should analyze the game and give it service, not what you want. (laughs) I think Villarreal. Listen, I think Villarreal can beat United. It's a final, so it's a toss up. Both both of these teams are like the same level to me. Manchester United is not so much better. Villarreal, like they're the same level teams, which is saying something about EPL. George will tell you what it says later. Um, (laughs) The same level team, so anyone can win. It's just a matter of the game changers you have. And the more I'm talking about it out loud, the more I want to actually change it to United because United does have Bruno, they have Pogba, Rashford. They have more guys, yeah. I think, that can make a difference. But Unai Emery, this is his competition. It's like if Zidane is in the Champions League final, he's winning. If Emery's in the final, I'm going to pick him until he doesn't win. So I'll, I'll stick with Villarreal too. Mm. But you guys have scared me because yeah, you guys Kerry, said Kerry said it. The guy is learning on the job. And it's been, what, a year or so. And if you watch him, he's like, he's been at least two, at years. Least two years. And, he, he, and, and years, let's, yeah. let, let's be honest, we don't rig the guy. But if they let you learn anything for two years, you should at least improve. And also, when I look around the whole footballing scene, it's all newer managers. Like, it seems like football, the coaching is also now in the transition. Besides Pep, who has been coaching Klopp. And most of these guys, they brought in Lampard, they removed him. To Kelly's not that old. It's not like French league, it's not experience. But <laughs> um, um, how do you call it? Um, 
they hired Prello. They have <laughs> young guys. Not that Neymar goes and slaps people and they show him red. Not that he's a guy. <laughs> the guy Mbappe was injured too. I saw reading some articles. So like, I mean, I'm not too bothered yeah, about that. But um, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like Ole, they've given you two years to learn. You have more resources than other guys. So let's see where the learning goes. I feel like Bruno's Bruno's gonna step up. Okay, yeah, do you know Bruno? So they say Bruno doesn't step up in the big game. It'd be big games, but we'll see. I mean, this is a big opportunity for him for sure. Um, Let's talk about Champions League final: Manchester City versus Chelsea, Old English final. You know, you guys are all the EPL fans have been disturbing us left and right about it. Um, Rookie, I'm going to start with you. What do you think the score is going to be? Um, (laughs) I think that it's going to be three-one City. Um, you know, I think oh, I think no, that I like... Chelsea fans, you know, always oh, beat City twice, this that, and another. Um, they, I feel like Chelsea's gonna think that they can just, you know, beat them a third time and it will be fine. Um, mm. I think that Pep wants it bad. I think that his team wants it bad. They know that. Yeah, okay, they won the league again this season. They won't care about this season, but this is the crown jewel. This is something that's never been done before for this um, club. Uh, So I think that they are just mentally, I think they know what they have to do. Um, And it's no disrespect to Chelsea. Obviously, they beat the city team twice this season, but, um, but this is, this is a final. Um, this is something that City's never done before, like I said. So, yeah, I just – I don't think Chelsea's winning this one. Okay, fair enough. David, what do you think is oh, going to be? Um, oh, George, what's up? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that City's going to win this game because N'Golo, N'Golo Kante is not fit. This is the issue. True. If they play this guy, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to pull up during the final, like – you know, and when I watched Chelsea, their resurgence happened when uh, Kante came back and he started like winning balls and passing to these guys to do like to play quicker. And they acknowledged him like, hey, dude, this guy is a beast, man, because that's the issue. I think they're going to win. City's going to win 2-0. You know, I can't see yeah. I can't see Chelsea scoring against uh, City. I don't know why, but the way the way they play sometimes, even when they beat City twice, the goals that they score were somewhat of like a happenstance, like oh, like fortuitous, I should say. Yeah. So. Yo, every Chelsea goal, fluky. Yeah. So, yeah. So like that. That's that's why I stand. N'Golo Kante is that guy because if they play Jorginho and Kovacic, like they might try to sit back and spring Werner on the on the break, but I just like City's gonna win it. A rookie touched on a lot of points too. They want it more. If you fail so many times, okay. it kind of spurs in you, you know, that fire. Okay. George, what do you think score is gonna be? Man, I don't like the way everyone is predicting City, man. Like what is this? Rookie rookie that hated on City the whole season talking about wait, buying wait, and PSG now. I I said I Boy, thought the it would be a Bayern City final. So I thought PSG. No, nah, but you said you said PSG was gonna be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did. You said I you did, and then well, PSG. Well. Yeah, so I want you to keep doing like keep doubting them, like you know, say Chelsea's gonna but win. That's a lie. I don't win. think Chelsea's I just going to win. <laughs> 
Chelsea got further than I thought they ah. were, to be honest. Yeah, but Delapo, I think, I don't know. You know who I think is going to win. Um, and I know he's going to win it. And then once he wins it, I feel like he's untouchable, right? Right? Once he wins the Champions League, he's just untouchable. Like, you cannot compare any manager to him after he wins it. It's almost Yeah, Mourinho was once untouchable, too. Yeah, I think that your point is correct, that, like, his legacy is cemented. But to me, his legacy yeah, like, is already cemented. he already, you know. Yeah, and I think that you all know. You know what I mean? People were doubting. People were saying he cannot win the Champions League outside Barcelona. Meanwhile, he's, he has the same number of Champions League as uh, Seattle's Ferguson, right? So, in my opinion, like, I feel like people think Seattle's Ferguson is the bar. So, if Pep comes to England and he has broken every single record that Ferguson has ever achieved during his lifetime in England. Wait, 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 hold on. Four or five years. We're not. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me, I'm giving my analysis. Let me give my analysis. Let me give my analysis, please. <laughs> what? If I thought Pep... that's what we're talking about. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just, I just let me finish. I, I, I haven't finished. But, yeah, I just think if he wins it for the third time, in England with an English team, like, come on, he's untouchable. Like, no one can touch him. No one. Like, he's the greatest manager ever. Oh, God. Can you just give the prediction? I don't, I I don't, I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking prediction. My prediction is Manchester, Manchester City is going to win 2-0. Period. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really hope for your sake that Pep does not lose because, man, it's going to turn around so quickly. Wait, can, uh, we, can we commit to recording that same day if he does? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Manchester City is losing in the second half. We're getting on Clubhouse. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and George must be there. You guys see the energy that you guys have when Manchester City loses when they win, and I'm disturbing you people in the group chat. Well, we have all said that they will win. Exactly, like we expect. I know, I know, no, but people are like, people are like, you know, people are like, nah. Also, also, Mendy's injured. After I said the goalkeeper, he got injured. Wait, wait. Edward Mendy, the goalkeeper. Yes, the goalkeeper. So oh, like, like why are we talking about this? He's from over Jackie. Jackie is so. <laughs> Jackie is all over. What? Two, it's going to be three, four, one, four, one. Uh, me, I, I was, I was, I was trying to think about it. Ah, man, let me know, right, Chelsea? Of what? Mendy is injured. Yeah. Now, look how, uh, look how, look. Look how Aston Villa was was balling these guys. Like a Aston Villa was balling these guys. They couldn't score. Come on, man. What? Aston Villa. Ast- I mean, Aston Villa actually balled against Manchester City yeah. too. So, Had it not been for like you know the uh, mistake that yeah, like said. these yeah. guys, their centre back is thirty six year old uh, Thiago Silva. <laughs> right next to him, they have Asp Asp then he will play Reese James as the right wing back ahead of him. Then he, on the left side, he will play um, Rudiger and ahead of Rudiger, he will play Ben, ben Chilwell. In the middle, Jorginho and, um, and Kovacic. Oh, yeah. uh, no, 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 no. No, and then in goal is Kepa. Okay, no problem. <laughs> so your prediction is 4-1. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to go with it. Okay, okay. okay. Let me go with three. Let okay. me go with three one. Let me be nice. Let me go with three. Now, well, but the thing with the Fast thing with players, Pep, right? The thing with Pep, well, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel could change uh, the game is how they react in the first like fifteen mm. minutes. Like the first fifteen minutes for that game is going to be extremely key because like Pep teams usually. When they find themselves in position like this, they get dominated like in the early stages because people are like it's like the players get nervous. They get extremely nervous. So if they tr- if they don't concede so, George, in the first fifteen minutes, I'm sorry. Right? This is something I learned. Yeah, Jurgen Klopp uh, said. Hey, I know you don't like it. Like when you are a player, you, they've been through this scenario so many times. I watched uh, even the PSG game. What you're saying, they did it. Like they, they just panic and they do. But these guys, I think that they're ready. Like they failed so many times at this objective that they are actually going to be able to step up. Nah, because nah. I feel like Chelsea, Chelsea is playing like you know, it's like they have nothing to lose. If they don't, if they don't win, everyone will be like, oh, mm. Manchester, Manchester City was better, right? If they win, they're like, okay, like you know, we did it. I feel like that first fifteen minutes is going to be extremely crucial. And if Pep or this Manchester City team do not make any individual errors in that first 15 minutes, then you know they can calm down and actually play that type of football. But if they do concede, it's just like, ah, man. I So, yeah, that first... Mm. Conceding will sure, not man. affect it. If they concede first, they'll win 3-1. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, but like... Your point is actually completely correct. I don't even think it's about when the goal comes. I do think that if Chelsea scores first, the game is set up for Chelsea mm-hmm. because Chelsea, they want they don't want to have the ball. They just want to defend and they just want to run. So they would not mind yeah. City having the ball the whole game and them being comfortable knowing that, hey, we have the lead. Haha, try to score now with their seven defenders yeah, in the box. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what they want to do. So yeah. the first goal is actually very critical. And I think if City's yeah. going to concede first, it's better that the goal comes early because they have the rest of the game to get it back. Um, a late goal, of course. I, 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 I want to parallel the two yeah. times that they've met at the FA Cup and the, what's the face? The league. The league one, you know, uh, City should have won. Aguero just, who, he wasn't taking it seriously. That already won the league. And right. The, right. the FA Cup game, that game, Chelsea in the beginning, like George was saying, they had so many chances. Werner, Pulisic and Cole, they were just making these runs and whatnot. Somehow, you know, it didn't work out. Um, it just didn't work out. But this this Tukel guy, they can also possess the ball. Manchester City, like Chelsea can also possess the ball. So that game is actually going to be very fascinating. Now, it's very interesting points that you guys have brought up. But Kante, N'Golo Kante, yeah. if that guy, if they rush him and he plays, I yeah. can see him just pulling up in the game. Like he's he's the only one who has the legs to run and chase after these guys with that triangle passes. So that's crucial. I don't see it. I really don't see. I don't like. Honestly, guys, just I'm about to say something. I just feel like it's contrary to everyone's belief. But like, I feel like Kante, honestly, against a team that possesses the ball. I saw him play against Spain. Right, it was France against Spain, and the guy was running in circles. Right, the guy was running in circles. Busquets, Thiago, and I think it was Koki at that time. They were just passing the ball around the guy. He just kept running in circles. So I honestly, I don't. Kante is like. I just see him as a no, guy but who can if run he's running and but, who but can George, talk. Oh, sorry. No, no, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. I feel like, let me finish. I feel like he, he seems like the guy who can just run and can tackle. His passing is now 
that good. So I don't really get like I, the, the, the hype, hype is that what, what you say is running really in circles with these teams, yeah, the guy running in circles and closing down the space to make the, the next pass, like delay the next pass helps the team a lot because they can get back into shape. No, hold on. No, I just I no I'm against saying, Spain against Spain the guy like legit like it felt it felt like Thiago yeah. and Busquets were just having fun with the guy. Like they'll just come like you know the way Barcelona used to do at the time where it just passes and the like, like just keep the- running. I'm saying like, even though that they are running, the passes like that. that they give will be more lateral. Like as if you're going from side to side, and it takes them a while to build that play. As opposed to you have Jorginho, who cannot make up that dash, that yards very quickly and close down that space, forcing you to go sideways. So if they don't play their guy, they're gonna have more forward. Like, like City's gonna have more forward passes and push Chelsea back and back. But Kante wins the ball. He's very smart. He will just release it in the channel very quickly. Like he wins it and gives it back to his team, so nah. that's why I see it going. David, the thing is, like, like with Kante, like with Kante, the thing is, if you're playing, if you're playing soccer, right, and people are passing the ball and mm-hmm. you're just running in circles, you get frustrated. You cannot keep doing that. You just get frustrated and you just probably just give up, yes. give up running. And that's exactly what happened. Like the game I saw him play, that was when I was like, maybe this guy is really not all that. You know, because that see that game, bro, he just kept running in circles and they just kept passing him. And you can see that he's very frustrated. He was giving out fouls. He was tackling. You could see it. Even Verratti at some point, they did it to him. And you could see that he kept they kept passing the ball. That passing so, thing, it makes you dizzy. Bro. That's it's what makes not, him not good enough because not, he can run around a lot? No, I'm just saying against a team that passes the ball, who can actually possess the ball really, really but, well. Um, I feel like Kante is just like, but, but George, 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 how, I, how, how, how does that make him look good enough? But George, I actually, no, that's the thing. That's that's the part of his game where I'm like, okay, so if you play against a team that can actually pass the ball around and make your so-called strength useless, George, the just one say thing, though, the if Kante wins one of those passes that you guys are passing, this Tukel team, is it Tukel or Tukel? I don't want to. They, they, he went they, after he gets the ball, he gives it back to Jorginho and Co., who can also pass the ball. So they will also possess it. Like the FA Cup, City was not dominating them. Like I said, when they win the ball back, they will also keep it and be like, okay, City, you guys come and collect it, or else we we'll also play it down the channels to Werner and Pulisic and Co. So that ball winner is so important because Rodri and Co., Rodri is not, I mean, if you don't rate Kante, I don't like Rodri. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, nah. But my thing is with my thing with Kante is that they kept calling him like the best DM. I feel like they, again, I just don't like hype, right? I just don't like hype. I feel like he's not. But if you're mentioning best DMs, I feel like Kante has to come after Busquets and Casemiro. Wait, Busquets? honestly, after cannot... <laughs> Yeah, I was guys. I was trying to really? let you guys have this conversation, even though I'm like, let's move on. We're not talking about Kante. But I think we should definitely stop here. This is a natural place to stop. With George telling Busquets, is... yo, Prime. I used to guys, come on, Busquets is old now, but Prime Busquets. Yeah, no, exactly. Come on, come on. Come on. You guys, you're not. Like, you can't. This, this is a natural place to stop. It's a natural place to stop. Yo, 
Are you serious? You cannot tell me a guy in the middle of a Barcelona, a, a dom, like a team that dominated football. The guy in that middle, you cannot tell me yeah. he dominated you know, football in Barcelona. Dominated we've definitely you had this conversation about Busquets. Why are you going against like naturals? Said, we we like have. <laughs> I think this is the. Oh my god! You guys on. cannot do that. Yeah, we should definitely move on, George. You know what we're gonna do? In a, in a future episode, remind us we're going to have the Busquet, prime Busquets versus prime Conte and whoever else you want to throw in a conversation. We're just not going to do it now because we're going to try to finish this episode and wrap it up. Um, guys, let's hold on like a couple more minutes, right? I know you guys are tired. I'm tired <laughs> too. George is not trying to let us end the episode. But George, can you just tell us our latest bust of the week and who are our nominees for the bust of the season? Uh, so last week, I have to say this. I have to go back to last week, right? We have to count the bust for the last <laughs> game week, right? That's only fair. The bust of the bust of the week for the last game week. He's an he's a member of one of these so-called groups. Um Moyo of Liquid oh, wow. was the bust of the week last game week with 23 mm. points. So he Fair. adds, you know, one of these bust of the week titles. You know, he, he just adds on to like what Liquid already has. I think they have Enyonam. They have Paten and now they have Moyo. So Moyo was a bastard week for game week 37. I know the president is here. He's really quiet. <laughs> Anyways, for game week 38, we have we have Papa Mo. He has 25 points. He's our current bust of the week. He has two titles now. I actually don't know who the guy is, to be honest. But I see him talking in the chat. For the bust of the season contenders, we have Brian. <laughs> I feel like this guy, we should never allow him to be part of this. I mean, I think he agrees with you, actually. <laughs> Yo, yes. The guy has five months of the week titles. It's like it's like he doesn't even face his team. I think he's he, he lost interest in the... In after the, a couple after of busts of, of the week, so let's Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it deflates you, I know. It make out tell you but yeah, that guy has five five bus of the week titles and he was the last in the head to head. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah, gonna yeah, get relegated, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was in the hundred. What about Wax? Wax, like, they were all in the, about the same. <laughs> they were in the nineties. They were in the nineties. Wax is ninety-seven. Brian was one hundred and three. <laughs> Dave is right behind them. You one see, four. I was top ninety-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, last season was funny because last season it was it was boys I was telling us who to buy and Popo, I thought that shit used to piss me off so much. I was like, we are recording the episode and then Popo would be like, we've gone into the segment where we need an excuse. So, and then you mentioned wow, and he was like, yo, what? Tell us which player to get. And no, like, honestly, I just stopped. I just stopped. Yo, that what you before. I just stopped. Like it, it just wasn't like the vocals were annoying. The games, the quality, I wasn't really feeling it. I 
I, I kind of watched a little bit the last couple games and I, I think I don't know where this this new energy some teams were getting was coming from, but they seem to be playing better. Man, there was like a there was like a lull at one point in the season. I was like, what am I watching this shit? I just I just yeah, that, definitely was. I, I just stopped watching. And then when I would try to watch, I remember one time I tried to come back and watch, I think it was Wolves Fulham. And like this, they just gave one silly offside, and the guy wasn't offside. I was just like, yeah. oh, let me yeah, go. Like, yo, go. Why would we, why would you? Watch I'm like, that's like one of the worst gifts to come back and watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, it seems like two things I can look yeah. George, like, continue with the bus of the season because remember we're trying to wrap up this. Yeah, season. so we have Brian. I think uh, I I was thorough with him. He has like five bus of the week titles. He was the last in the head to head. We have Ape. He has three bus of the week titles. He had a game week where he had seven <laughs> points. Seven <laughs> points. And then we have uh, Chevy. Chevy, three bust of the weeks. All these people are in the hundreds, by the way. Uh, he had. He also had three bust of the week titles. And he had a three game. Like, he had a three-point game week. Three oh points. God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Mo... Salidan, I think he's Kiel, Kiel in, in our group chat. Also, three boss of the week titles, and then um, he also had a 13 point mm-hmm. game week. And then this guy somehow we managed to allow him to win the league, which till today makes no sense, <laughs> right? He has three boss of Q, yeah, he had three boss of the week titles, and then um, he had a 15 point game mm-hmm. week too. So, those are those are the contenders. We can vote on who we think. The bust of the season contender. I think Emeka should have. Yeah, no, no. We're gonna try to make sure Emeka is on the episode that we declare the next bust of the season, so he can hand over the baton. Um, it's only right that we yeah. do it that way. Um, and on the other end of the table, yeah. you know, real quick, we're not gonna spend too much time on this because this episode and this why, podcast is not about you know praising and praising. <laughs> well, I know. We don't right? want to praise people. Um, but for the regular league. The, the I believe it's still the GHFL League, 107, 114 contenders. Um, only one man stands atop of the summit. Uh, is actually here, David. Your your king, King Mobina, is here. He won the league, 2,430 points. Um, actually won it quite comfortably in the end. Um, but yeah, man, congratulations, good job. Any any words you want to say to the people out there? How, how did you? Um, first and foremost, I would like to thank all the fans out there, like people who kept believing in me and saying that, hey, man, just just follow your dreams. And honestly, the way I won the league is that this season, like I told you guys, I divorced myself from the actual feelings of the game. And if you look at the mm. game, like Carrie was saying, there was a lot of handball VAR so I just packed the team with penalty takers and just 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 mm. went with the stats to be honest with you man uh yeah like sometimes you know when you it sounds like you were consulting with your brother on this like, that's oh what he would I saying. mean this this season <laughs> um most of the time I would pick the team like a week in advance and not touch the team because like it was mm. like yo the guys who score are the guys who, who score in the sense is that like there's gonna be some penalty somewhere, <laughs> but like, yeah. But um, I like to thank my Lekeep bros. Like, without you guys, we couldn't have done it. I'm gonna take you guys all out. You gotta have this vacation. You guys, know, you, you you guys, you guys know what, what what it is, and you know, yeah. This one is for Lekeep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you have it. Congratulations. Um, and in the other league, the one that's you know, it's a it's a head to head league. 
uh, only 20 contestants because it's a limited group of people. Um, we did have a winner emerge. He came through in the, the final game week. You know, it's very exciting stuff. He, he, he got the win that he needed to win it. He's here as well, surprisingly enough. Um, George, a little pep, you know, what do you want to say to the people? Congratulations on winning the head-to-head thing. You have to add drum rolls, right? Once you're given all that introduction, you have, you have to like, add drum rolls. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time to shine. <clears throat> Anyways, guys. So, like, it's been like it's been a really, really tough season. My goal was to actually win the double, but that didn't happen because you know uh, the Liquid guys won the league, so I had to focus on the head-to-head. It was the head-to-head. What makes it special, right? Or what makes it really difficult is that you could finish the, the you could finish on top of the league, but you, it does it does not guarantee you're going to win the head-to-head. The head-to-head is like whoever you're facing, you have to get more points mm-hmm. than the person, right? So you could face someone who is last like in the league, and somehow they might end up getting more points than you. So what I did was, you know, like David said, I had to, like, you know, tactically, like, you know, examine every single opponent, right? Examine them, examine my, examine my, uh, the people that I was competing with. It was not easy. It was not, it was a very, 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 very difficult, uh, uh, difficult season. It was very challenging. But shout out to my grown-up brothers, uh, Ernest, uh, <laughs> shout out to Romeo. So at times, it's my time to shine. But there were times where I remember one game week, I almost captain, triple captain Salah. The guy was about to give me hmm. three points quick. And then my my grandma brothers were like, yo, we cannot allow you to do this. We have to go with Captain hmm. Kane, triple captain, Cap- Captain Kane. And, you know, like, so many what like those clothes, you know, those those type of decisions. You know, I have to I always consult with my grown up brothers every single time just to get their take on, you know, what to do, who to transfer, and we always have scouts reports. Like this is I'm telling you, this is just the start of okay. ground up. We are only gonna okay. go higher, right? It's only gonna go higher oh, next man. season. I'm not gonna talk. Hey, Popo, Popo, <laughs> please, 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 like, next season, this is my time to shine, guys, next season, it's only gonna get bigger, because next season, we have, like, we have, we have goals, we have what we want to achieve, <laughs> and, Popo, why are you laughing, I have a title, George, George have please, can you wrap up, please, like, Okay, now I want to wrap up by saying I want to thank God. I want to thank. I want to thank my mom. I want to thank my dad. Wilfred, Wilfred gave me internet for for me to be changing my things. Like, yo, a lot of bro, mama, we made it. We made it. I yeah, I don't believe the but I really wanted to ask a couple of questions about how Ground Up did, but I'm not going to even go there. Congratulations to George. You know, you can see he's very emotional. It means a lot to him. That's what winning does, right? It, it makes you happy. Um, I want us to wrap up the episode to, you know, give our final words. This has been a long episode. You guys know I don't try to do these long episodes. But we had a lot to talk about. You know, I think it's been good and fun and not too long. Um, so we'll just do final words. David, I'm going to start with you. What are your final words? Anything you want to get off your chest? So just say real quick before we end this up. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Look, 
it's been a long season like we said like we didn't know if the league would go on like a lot has happened and get vaccinated so like we can turn up right i like it i like it get vaccinated for sure uh rookie final words i second what david said get vaccinated yeah the turn up the turn up Okay. George, final words. Oh, do not get vaccinated. I'm hearing that it's causing uh, heart disease oh, oh, and stuff. Oh, like that. Don't. George. Now we have anyway. to edit this. Like, what do you say? I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, misinformation. <laughs> oh, my God. We got Fox News now. Well, I, I just read it this yeah, morning. Yeah, you read it on Fox? <laughs> No, it was it was actually was it um NBC or MSNBC you know, one of them. I think for the people listening, the takeaway like, point is do your research on vaccination and make an informed. Can I decision. can I chime in here? If people like Biden and you Trump speak to your doctor. If people like Biden and Trump have gotten this thing and they are okay, I've seen the way both of them move. I think most of us would be okay. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you have any concerns, talk to your general doctor. Yeah, just do that. Sorry, guys, but it's whatever, man. Anyways, uh, my final words, Pep, I want him to just cement his status as the greatest manager ever by winning the Champions League, and I hope he does that. And I want to give a quick shout-out to the grown-up people. We're coming full force. I didn't give them a shout-out. This is a shout-out. I'm becoming full force next season. We're coming. Okay. We're coming. We're coming. Bigger. A bigger team. Too, All right. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess uh, just happy that the this season is over. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not really looking forward to anything. I don't know what's gonna like nothing. Yeah, like hopefully they can do something with football where they, it, I get excited about it again because mm. this this season wasn't that sweet. So yeah, Euros. uh please. Yeah, yeah, okay, Euros. Let's see if they can ginger boys with Euros. I guess. Yeah, but um happy the season is over. Let's get into the tra- I think the transfer season will actually ginger me hearing about these moves, you know, and um let's see what happens next season. But uh only please lose this final and <laughs> you do realize Yo. even if he loses, he's not getting sad, exactly. So. They're like, not gonna fire him. Yeah, how do we get this guy fired? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to be like not in the top four next season to yeah. be fired. Oh, no, they're God. not gonna fire him, Popo. Like he's not going anywhere. No, no I'm saying if he's, next season if he's like fifth or sixth, no. they're gonna fire him. He cannot. No, go. they're not gonna fire. Him. I don't think they would fire him. Oh, really? You don't think if United finished no. sixth in the league, they wouldn't? Mm-mm. They're not gonna fire. Him. You'd oh, have to. Fi- you'd have to finish okay. below that. Okay, we'll see. But I, I think he should be fired if they're not in top four. Like what? Oh well, what? I agree. But yeah. I also know our owners. So okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm gonna wrap up the episode. I didn't get to give you guys my bust, all the busts I prepared. So I'll just shout out a couple of them real quick, shortly. 30 seconds. That's how you shout out busts in 30 seconds, George. Um, the player bust of the season, William, went to Arsenal. Arsenal fans <laughs> like Daniel excited. I told him it shouldn't be. I just want to let it be known that I was right. They were wrong. He got William one goal. One season. goal. He scored one goal. A beautiful free kick. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty bad. Um, 
Kurzuma had more goals than William. I mean, that's the season he had. And Kurzuma didn't even get to play so much because Tucho was benching him for no reason. No, don't make me talk about Kurzuma. Anthony Elanga got the same amount of goals as William, and he only started I one game. Know, I don't know if that guy is black or blue or yellow. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, just, just terrible. Um, as far as a team that really was a bust, Everton, you guys, you know, you heard George say, I expect them to finish top four. Um, I know I was a little bit overexcited about them, but they didn't even finish, like, they finished, what, 10th? Like, that's just really poor. They finished below Arsenal. Like, just just a lot of terrible things about this Everton season. Just they finished with a whimper. Um, Ancelotti, you know, as much as he's a good manager, very disappointed that he let his team finish the way that they did because they could have done a lot better. Um, and lastly, I want to shout out, you know, my, my bust analysts or predictors. I'm going to give it to all the Arsenal fans, all of them combined. Emeka, Daniel, Josh, Chike, all of them, all of them, all the Arsenal fans around the world. They expect the Arsenal to be third, to be second, to be fourth, to be fifth. I mean, sixth, to be seventh. And I tried to warn them. I tried my best. I told them last season. I tried to tell them this season. They didn't listen to me. Um, I do have good news. I think next season will be better for Arsenal. We'll have to see what they do, but you know, for now, you guys are all bust. You guys should listen to, to Arsenal. Listen to those who know. I want to thank everyone that's here, all the analysts. I appreciate your input. You guys are definitely the the cream de la crop of the analysts that we have. So thank you for all that you do. Thank you for listening. We shall be back next week to talk about who lost the Champions League finals. Peace. <laughs>